I'm very happy to have a special guest on um, who understands about travel and I guess power spots, exciting um, experiential echo travel, travel that is involved with ceremony. Vesna Matic is on the line with me. Aloha, Vesna. How are you? Oh, I'm so well, I'm doing well, Cindy. I'm so happy to be talking with you. Thank you. Well, we were connected um, kind of through the uh, University of Sedona, and um, I noticed a, a post you did that looked really interesting. And I went, wow, this is someone who likes to travel like I like to travel, but I think yours may even be a little more adventuresome. I've traveled to about 40 countries, but um, I've never been to the Amazon, and you're going to be doing a trip to the Amazon in January, end of January, January 26th through the 4th of February, which sounds really exciting. Plus, you're doing some special ceremonies, and and you have a fascinating background. So let's start from um, your roots. Your parents were from Yugoslavia, right? Correct. Uh, my mother, uh, my mother is still alive. Bless her heart. Uh, she's Slovenian. My father uh, passed away about twenty years ago. He came from uh, Serbia or Sarajevo. Mm-hmm. So um, both, you know, they both were born there, grew up there, and then uh, both also were in World War Two. Wow. Uh, and and you somehow through your roots and ex- I guess exploring your roots, you decided to go back to Yugoslavia, and then you became a tour director there, right? Uh, yeah, well, it's kind of a funny story um, because uh, on my father's side, uh, my grandparents passed away um, years before I was born, so I never knew my uh, paternal grandparents. However. On my mother's side, uh, both of my grandparents were alive, and there were 12 children in my uh, mother's family, uh, of course, mother uh, included in there. And so um, as I, when I was growing up, uh, I spoke Slovenian and Serbian. Uh, those were the first two languages wow. learned. And then I started speaking English when I started going to elementary school. So, um, you know, spoke all of the languages. And uh, every so often, my mother would take my brother and myself to Yugoslavia to visit the family. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, so you get to see it change over the years because it's really evolved <laughs> since the, after the war. It's, it's gone through a lot of changes. Oh, big time, big time. Um, so when uh, I was in high school, um, we did have one relative, uh, my mother's sister, who also uh, lived in the U.S., and uh, my cousin, um, she had never been to Yugoslavia before, so I was a teenager. I was about uh, 16 at the time. So the four of us, my, my aunt, my cousin, my mother, and myself, uh, went to Yugoslavia, and uh, of course, beautiful trip. So it was funny because as we were uh, getting uh, on the plane, we were boarding to come back to the U.S., I sat down next to my mother and I said, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to go to school here. And my mother was laughing like, oh, you're crazy, you know, blah, blah, blah. So um, sure enough, uh, uh, I was going to be going to the university uh, at Cleveland State, and 
I uh, was thinking that I would perhaps go to the uh, Cleveland State University for two years and then move to Yugoslavia and go to the University of uh, Ljubljana, which is the capital of Slovenia. And then I decided against it because uh, the credits and the classes, uh, you know, very different, and I would probably lose a lot of the credits that I had um, when I would be attending Cleveland State. So I decided to do all four years at Cleveland State University. Uh, I got my uh, degree in psychology, and then right after I graduated, I moved to Yugoslavia and I attended the University of Ljubljana, uh, also psychology. And, and so you were having to, that was not in English, I assume, that was all in Yugoslavian. What, so what's the language there? This, what language? That was in Slovenian. In Slovenian, wow. And so, so you totally had to understand that enough to go through that whole, all those classes. Oh, yes. Well, uh, you know, again, that was, you know, Slovenian and Serbian were the two languages I, I first spoke. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. So, um, and then uh, uh, I also worked as, uh, yes, I was a tour guide uh, in Yugoslavia, and I worked with uh, primarily three three groups of people, uh, Americans, uh, Israeli Jews, and then also from uh, England, so English as well as uh, uh, Scottish. So where did you take people? Where were the most popular spots? traveled all around Yugoslavia. Uh, and um, actually moved back to the uh, U.S. in 1985. What were the most popular places people wanted to see or that, that, that you'd show people in Yugoslavia? Oh, God, Yugoslavia. Is, and I still call it Yugoslavia, even though after the revolution, you know, all of the republics yes. pretty much split up. But there are so many things to see uh, up north in Slovenia, uh, you have the border, which you know, which are the Alps, the mountains. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of skiing. People from all over Europe come there to mm. ski. Uh, there's also uh, it's called Bled. Bled is uh, a small island, and there's a very old church that's built on the island. Mm. Beautiful. Uh, you have Pustojska uh, Yama, uh, which is an underground cave. Crystal Cave, mm. uh, also beautiful. Uh, further down south you go, I mean, of course, uh, Dubrovnik is, uh, and Americans call it Dubrovnik. I've been there. Okay. Isn't it gorgeous? Yes, it is. Yeah. So that's right on the coast, and you have the, the walls that were built um, hundreds and hundreds of years I ago. I went to a little island off there where the uh, the Game of Thrones uh, shot some episodes, has shot episodes over there. Yes, yes. And in fact, the tourism there's really become big business. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have Dubrovnik, Ulcin. Uh, Ulcin uh, is also down south. That's a, uh, another uh, favorite tourist spot uh, right, on, uh, right on the uh, coast. Um, Yugoslavia, also known for its health spas mm-hmm. because the waters. Uh, are natural. They come from under the ground, so they have a lot of minerals. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, uh, Radenska is the name of the uh, mineral water, and it is uh, imported here uh, to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, Yugoslavia uh, known for its crystal. Mm. Uh, 
Wow. So there's so many things to do, you know, when, when you go there. And, so uh, what what then you I guess you had enough of that you left um, that work to come back to the U.S. and and then you pursued your spiritual studies. Uh, well, I think my spiritual study, you know, spirituality has always been a focal point for me ever since I was a child. Um, I was raised Catholic. My mother Catholic, so I went to a Catholic elementary school and. I still remember as a child, uh, when I was seven years old, of course, you had to have your first confession before uh, you had your first communion, and I still remember standing by the confessional waiting for the priest, you know, to call me in, and I, I tell you, I was scared because I kept thinking in my mind, oh, geez, what kind of sins did I commit? I mean, I'm seven years old, so <laughs> did I lie to my parents? Uh, did I disobey them? I don't know. You know, so there were just so many things that never resonated with me. And uh, plus, my father being Serbian, uh, he was Serbian Orthodox, so whenever there were big holidays, we would also go to my father's church. And I was told as a child uh, in you know, Catholic uh, religion that even if we went to my father's church, it did not count. <laughs> so funny. that weekend, I would have to go to church twice, to his church <laughs> and to the Catholic That's church. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, I've been on a spiritual path my, my whole life. Mm-hmm. And to me... I incorporate, you know, I, I, I do meditations, you know, Buddhism. I've been, you know, to temples, mosques, you name it. And I feel comfortable wherever I go. And you, you really um, enjoy ceremony as well. And, and you, because of your travels and, I guess, your spiritual studies, you're doing ceremonies, truthfully, I haven't heard of. You're doing one coming up on November 11th. Tell us about that one. Uh, on November 11th, I'm doing the, uh, it's called Despacho. It's a Despacho ceremony, and it has uh, uh, been uh, celebrated. It's been done in Peru for also uh, centuries. The uh, shamans there uh, will do the Despacho ceremony. First and foremost, it's a way of giving back to Pachamama, Mother Earth. So... Uh, that's the primary uh, reason for the ceremony, but then also it is done uh, to celebrate other things and, and for prayers. I mean, if, you know, like a person is wanting abundance in their life or health, you know, prosperity. So uh, what happens is uh, there is a, so to speak, like kit, okay? Um, you start out with having a white sheet of paper. You put that on the ground uh, and directly on the ground. And then uh, you put various things on there, uh, symbols for yourself, but also for uh, Mother Earth. Uh, for example, um, I think we all love sweets. Mother oh, Earth yes. Oh, well. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, you know, there's things like uh, cookies. Hmm. Uh, also, uh, coca leaves are very sacred in Peru. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, coca leaves are put uh, into this uh, this bundle, and uh, many prayers. And if people want to bring uh, little symbols, something that's important to them, uh, for example, like a little figure of a house, a, 
a figure of a man, a woman, a child, uh, flowers, um, all these things, uh, of course, a cross or um, uh, money, you know, uh, which denotes the prosperity. So all of these and, and, you know, the people that are involved in the ceremony will put also their symbols into it. And then, you know, prayers, uh, songs are sung. And at the very end, uh, this whole uh, bundle is tied together and then it is burned. And uh, just as with, for example, the Navajo, the Hopi, uh, what the burning does is that uh, all of the prayers, the intentions, go up in smoke to the heavens. And that's going to be happening just outside Phoenix at your place, correct? Yes, yes. And the best way if people want to find out about that, how do they find out about participating? Well, um, people can give me a call directly, and um, if you feel comfortable, I I don't have a problem. I can give my phone number. Sure. Uh, My phone number is 623-882-9808, so people can call me. Uh, my website is visionsforlife.org, uh, and that's spelled V-I-S-I-O-N-S-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.org. Uh, so that's also another way of... of uh, and make sure you put that S on visions, visionsforlife.org, um, which also has information, I believe, about you, of course, and... Um, Gosh, this big trip coming up in January, which isn't that far away, really. It's January 26th through February 4th. It's an eight-day sacred journey in the Amazon rainforest with a guided sacred ceremony to open your vision, heart, and mind to a powerful new year. You can heal your heart, purify your soul, and discover you in an Amazon experience. Sounds very interesting. Uh, you'll actually be on the Amazon River, and, and what's what's happening on that particular journey? Well... Uh, this is really a journey for reflection, for going inward. Um, how how we get there, and we are going to be working with a shaman uh, there in the heart of the rainforest for eight days. So how we get there is uh, we first have to fly uh, into, a, uh, into a relatively small uh, town, city, and then take a canoe for about two hours, two and a half hours, and then we are going to be there where the shaman lives with his family. And um, we are going to be using a plant medicine. Uh, and uh, the plant medicine is called ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is, uh, has a, a, it's a feminine energy. So it really does take you inward. And um, people... One reason why I particularly love this shaman, his name is Marlon, is because he will go to each person to uh, talk to them, find out where uh, and if there is some kind of blockage, whether it is uh, physical in nature or perhaps it may be uh, spiritual. And then he will make uh, the tea specifically for each individual. Interesting. Yes. I, I've heard a little bit about this, uh, and, and it's supposed to be very interesting, very, very introspective and life-changing. Um, yes. and, and obviously this, is, um, this isn't going to be a, um, a busload of people. I mean, how many people are, are going to be going on this trip? Well, uh, actually, um, 
I'm going to be limiting the group to 10 people. Wow, that's very intimate, very intimate, yeah. And so it really will be eight days spent outside in nature. I mean, you know, we have the rainforest all around us, so we will be seeing all the wildlife that's out there. Wow. Uh, and uh, all of our food will be gotten from uh, a local uh, farmer's market. And um, so there, again, a lot of uh, praying, you know, uh, talking, and we will have other ceremonies there uh, as well. Sounds fascinating. You know, the price is good. It's $2,995. That does not include airfare. you got to get your figure out your own airfare. But um, going down there, how do you, I mean, gosh, it'd be interesting how you get down there. Where do you, fl- you're in Phoenix, so it's not so far for you. Um, how do you fly? What airlines do you fly down there? Well, there are usually like two or three airlines that go down to um, uh, Peru. It w- you first have to fly uh, into Lima. Oh, really? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And then from Lima, uh, then um, we will be flying to the uh, city, uh, Iquitos, and uh, that's where all of us will be coming together so that we can then go take this canoe and travel forward into the rainforest. I've never been on a canoe going down the river <laughs> in the Amazon. It sounds fascinating. It sounds really, really amazing. Um, I imagine you have to get some shots and things and, and uh, be prepared that way in advance, right? Yes. Um, th- of course, since this is uh, the uh, rainforest, there is no Internet, so that uh, the best thing is to take uh, some, you know, like a camera, either digital or possibly a film camera, uh, if you have a cell phone, then taking shots with with that. But uh, there is absolutely no uh, Wi-Fi, no Internet out there. What a concept. Wow. <laughs> so it really, truly is going to be uh, roughing it, so to speak. Uh, uh-huh. We will be sleeping in uh, hammocks. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you know, I mean, everything being really out in the outdoors. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. So they probably should contact you a few weeks in advance, obviously, if they do need to get shots or, you know, be prepared in certain ways and things. So, uh, Since this is the, uh, uh, you know, the river is right there, the Amazon River, uh, our mosquitoes, so that, uh, of course, it's up to each person individually if they want to take, uh, for example, the yellow fever vaccine. Mm-hmm. In a way, it is uh, highly recommended because, again, a lot of mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. As far as some of the other vaccinations, that is totally up to each uh, individual mm-hmm. person. But um, you know, for this trip, because it is going to be such a limited uh, number of us going, um, definitely do need a $500 deposit. So if someone uh, is thinking about going because there are already uh, two people, that uh, are coming along and, you know, have paid their deposits. So uh, the sooner somebody contacts me, the better. Well, I think it just sounds wonderful. I mean, I I love what you're doing. You know, a lot of people dream about doing just what you're doing for a living, and I'm I'm so happy to see you doing something like this and making it happen. Um, You know, so... This this is just a, one of many trips you're taking. I don't know if you thought about any other trips in the future. Um, do want to? Uh, I plan on taking uh, 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 several trips back to Peru. Peru is 
absolutely gorgeous Machu Picchu, the Sacred Valley. Mm, I'd like to go on those. I've never been to Peru. Oh, you need to go. Oh, I know, I know. Um, also in, uh, and again, I still call it Yugoslavia, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Medjugorje. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medjugorje. That's where Mary goes? was seen. That's that's where the Blessed Mother appeared yes. to the five children. Yes. And uh, um, they have they built a, a magnificent church there uh, in Medjugorje. Um, very sacred place. So wow. for me, um, I think that's what this life is about: is is uh, really connecting and and connecting in ourselves, but also with everyone else because we are we are all alike you know in all of my travels um doesn't matter what language a person speaks what uh, what their traditions are we all want the same thing we you know we want we want to be loved we want to have a roof over our head um you know have food to eat you know the basics and i think in this in the traveling that's where we also make these connections. I totally agree. I totally agree. Well, this sounds like fascinating journey. Again, people can go to Visions. Uh, I'm going to get this. I've changed the site here on my phone. What's it? Visions? Give me the site. Yes, it's uh, visionsforlife.org. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is visions, plural. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also my phone number is uh, 623 882-9808. Well, I, I just, uh, I love the work you're doing. It sounds wonderful. It's part of my mission in life is to enjoy and learn and explore through travel as well. And um, I'd love to see the adventuresome places you go to. And with the spiritual um, goal in mind um, to actually share that vision and, and learn from the visions that um, can be seen. Uh, and I, I just think it's wonderful that you're doing this, Beth. Now, I'm so glad we connected on this. It sounds like a, um, a fascinating, a fascinating way to live. So thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. And I know it'll be um, very exciting with both of your ceremonies coming up. Um, and if anyone's interested, again, contact um, Vesna, and you'll. I think you'll be glad you did. Um, thank you so much for calling. Have a good one. Thank you. Oh, bless your heart, Cindy. It was great talking to you. You too. Aloha. Aloha.